So some words from that gospel passage we've just heard read. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep and am known of mine. Oh, we all know about him. Oh, we all know about her. That was the persistent, if I may say so, and habitual response of my first boss when I was a very green curate at the weekly staff meeting. Oh, we know all about her. Oh, we know all about him. And that was the end of the matter. No further discussion. But of course, we all know, don't we, you can know a lot about a person, even a person you've never met face to face, like a celebrity, even a so-called well-known person, without actually really knowing the person as they really are. In fact, I sometimes think that the more you know about a person, what you've perhaps read about them or what somebody else has told you about them, it's as though that kind of information actually gets in the way sometimes of coming to know them as they really are. And if, of course, all that's true about our personal relationships, how very much more true, of course, it is about our relationship with God. It's possible, isn't it, to know a lot about God, I suppose, from books, and of course, especially from the Bible, yes. It's possible to know a lot about God from the teachings of the church, the creeds, the doctrines, and the traditions of the church, yes, yes. And don't get me wrong, that all has its place, of course it does. But it doesn't follow from that sort of knowledge that we truly know God in the sense in which the scriptures frequently talk of knowing God or indeed of knowing a person. Or as in this morning's gospel, yes, when Jesus says that he knows his sheep and his sheep know him. Because of course, there are two very different kinds of knowledge. Knowledge that comes from information about something or somebody. Well, of course, you could day, you can get all that from Google or Wikipedia. But there's a very different kind of knowledge, what the philosopher Pascal calls the knowledge of the heart. Knowledge that comes from a heart-to-heart -heart relationship, not with facts, not with some abstract force, but with a person. The French distinguish, don't they, between connaître knowledge and savoir knowledge. Connaître knowledge is something when I say, I know Charlie, that's connaître. I know the moon is made of green cheese, <laughs> that's savoir. How can this be, says the Virgin Mary, seeing I know not a man in the authorized version? That word for know should in fact be translated something like seeing I'm not in a relationship with a man. And of course, that's a very different sort of knowledge from the knowledge derived from information or even understanding. I love it when that wife once put it, she said, this, she said it this way, she said, I love my husband to death, but I think I'll never understand the brute. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, says Jesus. The relationship, in fact, between a shepherd and his sheep in Palestine in Christ's day was and is still a very close and personal one. You see, in those days, the sheep were not 
kept for their meat and then killed. The sheep were largely kept for their wool. And so it would happen that the same sheep would be with the same shepherd possibly for several years. And often they had names by which the shepherd would call them out first thing in the morning. And he would know them intimately. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Yes, knowledge as a close and personal intimate relationship between sheep and a shepherd. And so it is, Jesus is saying to us, so it is about the relationship between Christ and the Christian disciple, between God and you and me. I suspect that for most people, religion, if it means anything at all, implies a great distance between God and humanity. And there is a sense, partially, in which that is true. But when Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, I know my own, and my own know me, that statement marks the end of religion. The end of religion, as the world has known it. And it begins the new deal, the new era, the new covenant, as the Bible says, a covenant of grace and love, which is experienced before it's understood experienced through prayer, worship, and daily discipleship. And that's what the church is supposed to be all about, or should be. I don't mean the church primarily as an institution, but rather the church as a living fellowship of pilgrims and disciples, rightly named the body of Christ, whose members you and I are. Of course we need to come to the Lord's own service on the Lord's own day to worship God, in the fellowship of other Christian disciples. But dear friends, there's so much more to Christian discipleship than just going to church. Seven whole days, not one in seven, says George Herbert. That's the secret of Christian discipleship. And that's what Jesus is talking about this morning. If I really want to get to know you intimately, I must spend time with you. I must open my mind and my heart to you. That's what friendship's all about. So it is with our friendship with God. Each day we need to spend some time in personal prayer listening for the echo of God's voice in the scriptures through daily Bible reading and seeking in our everyday life at work or at home to follow Jesus, our good shepherd in the new way of life, expressed in costly service to others, compassion, care, and generosity of spirit. So, such discipleship, yes, enlightens our minds, warms our hearts, and fires our wills, leading us from information to transformation. That's the secret. That's the knowledge we seek as disciples of Jesus, the knowledge that comes through love. I love that phrase of St. Augustine of Hippo. He says, we come to God not by navigation, but by love. Not by navigation, but by love. God has opened his heart to us in Jesus. He longs for us to open our hearts to him in love, 
in prayer, in worship, and in service to others. So Christian discipleship, this business of Christian discipleship, is certainly not so much about accruing more information about God, but rather a lifelong process of transformation. Transformation to that point where, as St. Paul says, we finally come, he says, to know as we are known by the one who knows what we were first created to be. Yes, by the one who knows us better than we know ourselves. And in the meantime, in the meantime, in those words of St. Richard's Prayer of Chichester, persistently striving to know God more clearly, to love him more dearly, and to follow him more nearly day by day.